This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's done. I've said it all, and I have arrived. So last week, you may recall, I was setting myself up for a night of um, kiss... On um, uh, not a night of kiss. If anyone's tuning in for the first time, I don't mean a night of kiss. That's not how, how I describe a sort of <laughs> love nest. No. No. I'm on about uh, kiss. The band were doing their last ever gig in New York, and it was. Um, I went pay per view. Yes. How much? It wasn't much. It was about sixteen or seventeen quid. For all the family bargain. Yeah, yeah. I could have got everyone in the street in the house. Well, they wouldn't have come. <laughs> I was going to say good luck with that. Well, they might have come. People might have come to see what my house looked like. Would like a sort of photo of the coronation in the fifties. Yeah. Of everyone crammed around the one TV to watch Kiss. Exactly. <laughs> well, my son in particular, Bars, is mad about um, Kiss, but I, I've come to love them as well. And um, I first saw them in 76 at the Birmingham Odeon. And uh, some of the stuff's still still there. <laughs> well, including the hair. Yeah. yeah they still got uh, it. Well, they had, they had a countdown. They had a big countdown um, to the, the broadcast, which was quite exciting. We, we literally, because Kat stayed up as well for about three songs but Kat <laughs> stayed up so we we did the countdown out loud and then it, we realised it was a countdown to a 15 minute countdown <laughs> <laughs> and then there was 45 minutes of people being amongst the crowd and stuff there was a lot of are you having a good time <laughs> broadcasting <laughs> going on which is the worst broadcasting of all. I would rather oh, people yeah. came on and dealt personal abuse to me down the camera <laughs> then went, you having a good time? I just wish people would just go, well, I don't know yet, really. I always feel like American crowds are so, they've got such an endless reservoir of good time yeah. that in order to open the taps to this reservoir, you have to shout and encourage it. But it's not just an American thing. There's lots of it goes on Oh, no, here. we're but guilty I, as well. It's the oh, charity but, concert as well. I mean, I love but, a charity concert, but it does happen. Yeah. Are you but, having a good time? I would say, though, the difference is that in America there is this infinite reservoir of that and you want to open those taps, whereas in the UK, if you ask too many times, you've, you've used the reservoir. The taps have run dry. Well, I don't know about you. People are angry now. I would never go to the audience halfway through a gig and say, are you finding this funny? <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I'm just, if they aren't, they're going to have to keep that to themselves. Uh, well, it's, yeah. it's the first uh, rule of law, isn't it? Don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. Well, you know, if, if I can hear them, yeah. and it's laughter, I'll yeah. just assume it. There'll be people who aren't having a good time. <laughs> but I don't want, like... 20 voices in a thousand seater going, no, not really. <laughs> you know, that'll be enough to ruin it for me. Would you ever do a rhetorical one and sort of say, are you laughing? And sort of raise a hand. No. <laughs> no, not that either. Would you no, have a I think, I, think, I think large gatherings of people where they're raising hands is something that's failed in the past. I don't like that, no. no. Would I'd... you have a countdown, Frank? I'd like that. 
Ten, su- nine, eight. I suppose my walk-on music is a sort of a countdown, but it yeah. doesn't last long because I always think I'll be back in the bar if I don't get out quick. So, anyways, it was it was it was more. It was the same show that me and me and Boz saw in uh, in Birmingham earlier in the year, but still tremendous. Uh, Gene Simmons uh, spat fire and gobbed out blood. Oh. Gene Simmons, the bass player, is good. Is that just an age thing? <laughs> you know? Touching <laughs> family Christmas scene round at yours. Well, it's interesting that because um, there was a rumour back in the day that he had had a cow's tongue grafted onto his tongue. <laughs> mm. But I don't know if you've ever seen a cow's tongue in isolation. It's like the size of a laptop. Yeah. No one is going to have that grafted <laughs> on. And if they did. It, they wouldn't be singing or no, or even playing bass, or even asking if you're having a good time. No, well, he didn't. He, I don't think the band. Oh, actually, maybe. Uh, you remember Paul <laughs> who yeah. swings above the crowd. Paul is that. my absolute favourite. Yeah, he still he still did that. <laughs> I thought, is this at the end of it? The, the health and safety must have thought we've done it. <laughs> we've gone through it. Just the crane slowly moved over to an ambulance. But he's still down, doing, yeah. still swinging above the crowd, just on a metal ring with no harness, no support, what, no no wires connected to him. I have a, a, a question for you. What snacks? I'm thinking of one in particular. Yeah. Did you have laid out for the? Well, concert? we did. We did have some uh, tackies. <gasps> mm. Yeah, but we had, uh, I had some like, healthier stuff, you know, stuff that isn't really snacks. Late at night for attack. Lentil crisps. Oh. Boz had chocolate. Mm. <laughs> Lentil was, crisps while watching pretty, the Kiss concert. I it love was it. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? That's what rock stars are all like now. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, there, was odd, there was odd stuff. I'm going to be straight with you. Oh, I thought he said, will you be my girl at the end? That's the excess <laughs> one, isn't it? No, he says, yeah. Yeah, he said, oh, I'm happy with yeah. Where would rock be without yeah? <laughs> anyway, that was that was Lenny Kravitz with are you gonna go my way? Question mark. Not in that scarf. <laughs> uh, that we, can't, we had to mention the scarf. <laughs> yeah. Frank, I'm sorry. A lot of questions in rock. Are you um, my way? Are you so yeah, a good Bo- time? Boz cried at the uh, the Kiss thing because it's their last ever gig, and when they played "Do You Love Me," he cried. I think because he does, but he also cried. There's a very weird thing that happens in in a Kiss gig. Kiss's first hit wasn't really a Kiss song. <laughs> it was the 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 drummer of the time. Or I think then was a bloke called Peter Chris. You know he wears cat makeup. The rest wear like exciting demon stuff, and he's a cat yes. at the back. <laughs> anyway, he they brought him on to do a song of his own at the gigs called Beth, and it's all yeah. about you know Beth. You know I love you. It's one of those when he sits with a tiny piano. <laughs> they found him some piano from. Um, from Toys R Us to sit at, <laughs> and this the the, the current um, cat, um, who's a bloke called Eric Singer, um, confusingly. Does the cat identity get traded between that? I yeah, so if, oh. if if someone leaves, the cat mantle gets inherited. Yeah, I think Paul and um, and Jean own the identities. Yeah, of Kiss generally. They they own the band basically. The rest are hired hands. <laughs> a rotating cast of cats. But I think the original ones gave up. They, they didn't think it was worth it much. 
Um, what be, the cat because, identity? What is it? The cat identity? Yeah, so they, they sort of I think they they sold it or something for like for cheap. I, I'm not sure about that. If there's anyone who's any kiss historian, any kiss historians? Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think they got bought out because they thought, why are we dressed like goth clowns? Yeah, and also Kiss went through a whole period mid career of not having makeup. Oh, not no. wearing it. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. Well, I went through mm. that. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it didn't last long, though, no. did it? That, they stuck it out And for I a don't few. recommend it, Kiss. I no. really don't. Well, it didn't suit them, and no. if they weren't doing it now. Anyway, so he came on and played Beth, um, sitting next to his little piano, <laughs> and Buzz cried at that. Yeah. Hang on, is he dressed as the cat one? Of course, he's oh, the okay. cat. Yeah. Um, I th- Boz does have a cat allergy. Could have just been that. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was lovely. In it's a lovely um, dads and lads things. But then, at the end, two things happen. First of all, they always play out to "God Gave Rock and Roll." To yeah, and which is like it's a cover version of the original was it Argent was it or something? Anyway, so you just when you walk out when you go when the fans go and collect their souvenir confetti, which has covered the entire auditorium or whatever, that plays. But at this gig they played it, and suddenly this incredible um, thing. Basically, they've they've gone the ABBA route and had Kiss. Well, they're called avatars. Oh. They're probably called avatars. That's yeah. Might be a big plus to avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've gone into an abattoir. Kiss. You don't want that with the cat on stage. No. It's not appropriate. Now, once they smell the uh, whatever, it, what is it that animals smell and know that other animals are being um, executed? Blood, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to have a good, really good <laughs> chemical <laughs> pheromazone so or something. <laughs> anyway, so oh, they've gone down the. Uh, the holograph, holographic. Yeah, so they're going to yeah. now tour like Abba. Oh wow! Virtual kiss. How are they going to do the spinning round? But I'm just going to hurry this because the, the producer's looking at me daggers. Oh yeah. Um, they, then Gene uh, Simmons came off stage, still in makeup and everything, and the woman said, "How did it go?" And I don't, he said, "Oh man, I've got I've got a bladder stone right right there now. I need to go and pass it." He said, uh, right in the end, and then he said, the, he used a Yiddish word to describe his um, gentleman's excuse me. And then someone said, Gene, Gene, this is, you know, this is being recorded. He went, oh, oh, it's like a terrible straight of Bladderstone. What kind of a finale is that? <laughs> Stupid girl. Oh, yeah. Garbage. <laughs> I'm just um, coming up with nicknames for these pair. <laughs> so, I'm happy uh, with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frank, Christopher John Stephen. Oh, yeah. I like that. I don't know why. It sounds like... No, it sounds like he might have had a best friend was a bear. Mm. Yes. I, was, I would have gone with American Assassin. God, I had a, I had, I had a bear incident this week. Awkward, oh, did you awkward. go to that club again? I thought you'd moved from the Vauxhall area. Awkward bear incident. I was in a car and uh, the driver, it's just like an Uber, and the driver said uh, something about blah, blah, football, and he said, yeah, I'm from Peru, and so uh, <laughs> I came here in the blah, blah, you know, and it was it was 
a struggle at first, and then I sort of found a place. I said it's a similar story to Paddington Bear. Frank, that's quite rude. Is it? Yeah. He said there are no bears <laughs> in Peru. I said, well, I'm just saying it was. He said there are no. Why is it a bear? There are no bears there. You accidentally hit this guy's. Yeah, he said uh, if it had been a, and then he said, <laughs> he said to a Peruvian, "Yes, you remind me of." Paddington. No, I said you had a similar experience, and he said if it had been a puma, it would have meant more sense. But no, it wasn't. You can't have a puma living in a house with children. But you're a bear, to be fair. It's also, dangerous. you can't have a puma wearing a duffel coat. No, it's the wrong look. Puma in a duffel coat. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's serious. Um, How many I, times a day do you think he gets that? I, d- I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> I, 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 says, I moved here from Peru and found it hard to find somewhere to live. He must get it constantly. He's but expecting luckily, sympathy and every time people just go, like that bad. <laughs> do you think he gets it a lot, really? Every well, if he oh, hang out no. outside Paddington Station all the time, <laughs> yeah. what does he expect? That. With his hat full of sandwiches. I, feel bad. I bet he wears I feel a hat and plays it, on yeah. it a bit. <laughs> it's got a red beanie on and a blue jacket going, why? It's just clothes. It's just clothes. I can't believe you're making this Paddington reference. <laughs> it'd be called Paddington Puma as well. I can't, it sounds like um, Sir Jeffrey Paddington Puma will be here this afternoon. Um, no, I, I, who knew? It was so easy to say the wrong thing to people. <laughs> I thought you couldn't go wrong with some Paddington chat. Yeah, it's lovely that people usually smile, you know. It's just such a warm-hearted thing. So they don't have I'll bears. I'll send him some marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> just furious, smashing the glass against the, the wall. A bit of whatever happened to the customer is always right. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Do they not have bears in Peru, then? That's what he said, no bears in Peru. He said... Um, Puma was his first choice. He said if, if it had been a llama, it would have been all right. Well, he like, said, but there are no bears. I'm afraid I'm going to have to disagree with yeah. him. We can't have a llama in a no, duffel spitting, coat either. Spitting at the children. <laughs> spitting at Mrs Brown. It looked like a, a, look, look like a hooligan. Llama yeah. in a duffel coat spitting also, on the street. Also, too tall for houses, llamas. Mm. But bears, I mean, actual bears, are enormous, aren't they? Yeah, oh. Paddington never yeah, grew. But... No. I think they they gave him injections. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember that. It was like an addendum in one of the books. (laughs) Appendix. Mrs Brown insisted. Appendix. uh, Growth reduction injections, it was called. It was all about that. I didn't have to go to the doctors. Yeah. Anyway, a little tip. If if a driver ever says, I'm from Peru, get your trap shot. Christopher John Stephen, oh, you yes. may recall... <laughs> yes, sorry, I, I got into an Uber halfway through his uh, text. It happens. Christopher John Stephen has uh, messaged us regarding your viewing of the KISS concert. He has a suggestion, KISS version of Avatars, what about Kissograms? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, it could be confusing. Why? I mean, Jean... Simmons would do a kissogram if the money was right. Yes. He bought a solo album. There was a thing when he bought a solo album, he he bought one out and he said that he would deliver it 
personally to people's homes for something like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's. I told you his symbol is like a sat with a dollar sign on it. That's his. He's copyrighted that. Symbol. You know what I told you last week? Oh, he's that, copyrighted the dollar symbol and cats. But, you know, Christ, um, Cristiano Ronaldo has, has copyrighted CR7 because that's his number and all that stuff. Mm. But to copyright a, a bag of money with a dollar sign on it is something <laughs> really horrible about There's that. something Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. So you can get Gene Simmons vodka, which comes in a, a bottle that's the shape of a money bag with a dollar on the side. <laughs> For uh, goodness sake. I know. Listen, I want to ask you something. Um, I did uh, the Chris Evans show um, a couple of weeks ago, or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. Whatever it was. And uh, I met a lady on there. And she, um, she's a mate of our producers, Sarah. What's she called? Jane. Jane. I believe they call, call her Aussie Jane um, yeah. for, you know, obvious reasons. She's Australian. But she collects second-hand jigsaws. All right. And I said, that is the most optimistic hobby <laughs> I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> And I asked her, I put her on the spot. I don't think this wasn't on air, I don't think. But I said, um, what is the percentage of second-hand jigsaws that are incomplete? She said, I reckon complete ones about three in ten. Really? That's low. That it, yeah. And I had low expectations. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I just, I would assume everyone had got, that's why it went to the second-hand shop, because a piece had gone missing. How do pieces from jigsaws even go missing? Dogs. I, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> They're terrible at jigsaws. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then their rubbish. frustration, they throw pieces away. But, you know, there is such a level of trust, and trust, let's face it, is almost disappeared. I always feel a bit sick at that bit on Countdown. When, during oh, the maths thing, you have yeah. to show your bit of paper to oh. the other person to show that you weren't just copied. You didn't just say, oh, yeah, I, got, I did the same thing. Yeah. I would, did you? Well, show him your bit of paper. <laughs> oh, this, just trust me. And often the person won't even look at the paper. Just say, no, I, I trust you, honestly. No, no. Look at the paper. Oh. <laughs> People used to trust each other, didn't they? It's all gone now. Frank. Yeah. Anyway, here's a thing, here is a thing. I watched a, a film. You know, I never watch films all the way through, but Boz said I'd like to watch a Christmas film. So the way I sort a film out now is I go on, say, I don't know, whatever it is, Netflix, Sky Cinema, and go, oh, 88 minutes, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you select? Yeah, that's how I choose my films nowadays. Well, there well, are. Do you think there's a place for me in the <laughs> commode? Um, who is he? Who's the other one? Oh, I can't really ever remember. So, yeah, he works oh, yeah. here. Come oh, God, Mayo. don't tell. Yeah. He doesn't hear about that. 
Uh, Remember, I'm an old man, Commander. Anyway. Frank, there uh, are some content websites where they will helpfully list the length of the article, won't they? They'll see three-minute read or seven-minute read. I'd never read a whole article on anything. No, no. Never. But what would you I do? I do three paragraphs, maybe. I don't. I can't remember the last time in a newspaper or magazine I've got to the end of an article. You yeah. just sort of go, oh, I get it. Well, yeah, I've got it now. I've got the <laughs> kernel, I think. I suppose they're very rarely suddenly twists at the end of a piece of journalism. Well, it could be, but, you know, I can live without them. <laughs> anyway, I, what, I, what we ended up watching was Santa Bodies, The Legend of Santa Paws. Oh, and, my um, word. <laughs> oh, that's like from kissing it. It's a talking dog-based um, movie. This sounds like a tax write-off movie. Um, <laughs> this sounds like I'm in. Well, apparently it's a franchise, the oh, bodies. No. Is it? And they are a group of talking dogs. Um I are mean, I think, it's, I think it's Donnie and Post. I'll be straight with you. <laughs> Can I just say, is this... But Ali- they love a post. <laughs> 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 They're fascinated by them. I, sorry, you were saying... Is this uh, animated or...? No. Because you don't have a very low tolerance no, for No, I tell you, it was in it. Christopher Lloyd. Mm. Oh, I like him. Christopher Lloyd, you wouldn't like him in this. He's a dog, an evil dog catcher. Oh. Keeps them in squalid conditions. I've gone right off him. And doesn't like Christmas. Oh, he's going up on my estimation. <laughs> Just like, and, and hold on, his name is Stan, wait for it, Crooge. Uh-huh. Mm, now, hold on. <laughs> That's... Ring any Christmas bells. <laughs> That's a faint memory. Yeah. My, my. But, um, so we watched this, one of the dogs is called Buddha in the bodies. And is that okay, Frank? I don't, I don't know about that. Um, how would you feel if it was your... If I mean, it was if called Pope my... Francis, I wouldn't be that glad about it. <laughs> Do you think there's a Buddhist monk somewhere saying, there are no dogs in Tibet? Well, the... Bu- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sick of people yeah, asking about this. I've never got in an Uber written by, driven by a Buddhist monk <laughs> to this day. Well, if, uh, you don't want to say, if he says, where are we going, you think, oh, this is going to be a long conversation. <laughs> anyway... Raymond's um, Tibetan. Yeah, the, there's a dog called Buddha. And it says things like namaste and talks about like karma. That karma. Not very well rounded, non cliche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was. A, karma it's, and namaste. It's sort of implying that if it was the Buddha, he's screwed up so badly he's been reincarnated as a dog, which <laughs> yeah. is an enormous punishment. I suppose. I suppose <laughs> is he? They looked happy enough. Wow. To me, they're all kept by very rich children. The bo- the bodies, fabulous <laughs> <laughs> houses they lived in. Well, the bodies have done well for themselves. If anyone they else nice knows, if anyone life. else has seen a bodies uh, thing, I'd love to. Uh, you know, when you're watching a rob, I, do you ever get this? I was watching this a rubbish film. I was watching it, and it's like being in a dysfunctional relationship. You know, you should get out, but you just keep, you just keep going with it. <laughs> Oh, man. This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is Frank Skinner. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. Text the show on A1215. Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Okay. Oh, I should say, by the way, I had an, a lovely gift 
arrive. Do you know that um, I sometimes play um, on this show Jody and the Germs? Does that ring mm. any bells with you? Mm. Well, um, Robert, the keyboard player from Jody and the Germs, has written a new book. And uh, so he sent me a, a copy of that, which is with, and he's written in biro on, on a, on a uh, printed thing. Merry Christmas! Exclamation mark. Mm. Nice. So you, I think uh, you guys would like this book. It's called Damp Squids and Card Sharks, and it's about sort of um, it says a compendium of commonly confused phrases. So, for example, I'm opening at random. Chomping at the bit. Mm. It's champing. Trust me, that is literally what horses do. They grind their teeth together and champ, 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 champ. And uh, so, not chomp. Do you know, I love this book already. Yeah, well... You know what the young people would say? Love Islanders would say? It's a little bit of me. Yeah, well, this... End this bit ends. Don't start telling me that you Googled it and found millions of hits for chomping at the bit. And in fact, more hits than for champing at the bit. Because then I would tell you that in 1933, millions more people voted for Hitler than any other candidate. (laughs) Does that make them right? (laughs) It sounds a bit like you, Frank. It sounds a bit like all of us, I think. (laughs) But um, I wasn't expecting Hitler to pop up. No, I wasn't. In the phrase book. Um, So there's several. I love her, this person. Disinterested, of course, is a is a, is a big deal. One. You oh know that yes, one? that was my dad's big bugbear. Oh, Uninterested yeah. and disinterested. Yeah. Mm. Don't if you're get it disinterested, wrong. you don't stand to gain anything from it. Yeah. If you're uninterested, you're not bothered. I think that's a fair summary. May I? May you remind me of the name of this book again, please? You can. It's called Damp Squids and Card Sharks. Okay. I think the point being that it's damp squibs and card sharps. Yes. Oh, is this okay? I'm so right. even in the title. It, we are being reprimanded. We live in the age of the reprimand. I think that's true. Yeah. I feel that most people I talk to now tell me off four or five times. <laughs> it is so the age of the. If you, yeah. if I were to symbolise the first quarter of the twenty first century, it would be a three D wagging finger. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a, a calloused tip of the nose from all the times. Oh. Yes, I think the stained glass window for this deck would read: "Shame on you." Yeah. Yeah. Hands on hips frowning. Mm. Oh. Now listen. David Ivor Price. David Ivor Price. We've all got a price, David. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> a person who collects jigsaws is a dissectologist. Is that right? As early jigsaws were dissected maps. Were you aware of that? No. Why were they being dissected? Boredom. Long voyages. Barring Bardem, barring Bardem. Maybe hiding treasure chests and things. That's quite a classic reason to cut up a map. Oh, yeah, cut up a map, yeah, for the big treasure. And then a bit goes to Pew. A bit goes to uh, Alan. I wouldn't do uh, a geographical jigsaw. They bore me. Well, I uh, met a jigsaw enthusiast and asked her if she'd ever done a, a white one. And she said, I did one that was just blue. And I thought, no. I could never. Why? I don't like those ones. Just no. turn it over. Fa- fa- what's yeah. my favourite jigsaw? Do one that's just grey. Yeah. Uh, Frank, guess what my favourite jigsaw is? Your favourite jigsaw. <laughs> is it? Um, 
Is it? Um, is that a weird question? Bronte what? country. No, but you know what? That's, I'm going to write that one down because I think there is a Bronte. No, I saw one the other day. Is it? There must be. Uh, world of Dogs. But <gasps> world all, of it's Dogs. It's all the breeds. Yeah. And little fact about them. Second favourite, World of Shakespeare. I was oh. on um, one, the one show with Claire Balding not long ago. Love Balding. And she plonked her new dog book. Read it. Which is called... Isle of Dogs. Yes. Now... <laughs> what I meant to ask her and forgot, is it a pun? Yes. Surely. On, on Yes, because having read the book, yeah. I'm assuming... She doesn't explain the pun. That's not Balding's way. No, no, but I think it's a double pun, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm assuming it's because we are the British Isles and are obsessed by dogs. Sorry, I sound a bit Nigel Farage, but you know what I mean? We are the British Isles. Yeah. Is it Isle as in we Well, the there island? is a place called the Isle of Dogs, and there's Isle of Dogs. No, but I think there's a... Isn't it... Oh. I love, I love dogs. dogs. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't even get that. I don't know if Claire's got it. <laughs> I love to, dogs. Need to ring I'm going to ask her. Do you know her? I'm ask her if that was there. if that was part of the uh, the pond triangle. <laughs> that if I I love dogs because we are an island that loves dogs and there's a place called Isle of Dogs and I love dogs. I, Triple. I think. That's very clever. I didn't even realise I am that. very clever. <laughs> no, you are. Yeah. It can be a burden. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got some missives I'd like to share with you. Right. From... What Some... about if you just read that now Merry Christmas thing card? <laughs> I saw Gene Pitney live. Do you know Gene Pitney? No. Gene Pitney was an American singer. Oh. Something's got an hold of my heart. Oh, that's a great song. Anyway, um, I saw as a kid, he, he headlined at um, Sunday night at the London Palladium. The big variety show of the week everyone watched was Sunday night at the London Palladium, live show. And they used to get American stars to headline it. And as a kid, I was allowed to... Well, I, there was never a, I never sent to bed. I was up till all hours when I was a kid. But anyway, I watched it. And he sang at the end. And when the, the crowd was applauding, he leaned into the mic and said, now that's what I call singing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, I saw him live at the Palladium on one of them Sunday night Palladium shows and about getting on for 15 minutes of the show was him reading out all the cards that he'd got in his uh, in his dressing what? room. This is from uh, Susan from Barb and she said, Gene, I'm really looking forward to sitting. He just, it was like, you know when they read out too many cards at a wedding? You oh. think, I'll just do a, just do a Sue song. Don't do them all. Don't read all the like people that. that can't be here. That's, it was that. That's proper mad dictator behaviour. Uh, yeah, I know. Something. Uh, 24 hours from Tulsa, did you know that one? I have. Oh, yes. Divest, darling. Was he a bit orbison -y? He had that vibe. Yeah, I, I, I liked well, him. I liked him. Yeah. I don't like him as much as I like the big O. <laughs> But, I mean, that's a personal thing I don't talk about on Breakfast Radio. Are you, you going to start oh, ending God. sets by saying, no, that's what I call stand-up? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not. Frank, I hate People that. People sometimes ask me if that's what I call stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, don't you hate that thing at weddings when they tell you... I don't you hate you anything. I, my life's all about love. <laughs> well, this is going to be a short show. I mean, we live in a society where it's easier to say I hate than it is I love. What's gone wrong? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs>
sorry. The show's <laughs> taken a strange turn. I'm sorry, darling. Um, I uh, hate that bit at weddings, Frank, when they read out who can't be here. I don't. Well, you should have yeah. turned up. Yeah. It's like when you go to a shop and you're at the counter <laughs> physically and they answer the phone to someone who isn't yeah. there. What, what, hey? There's got to be some precedent for actual pres- physical presence. Sometimes you go to the shop and they're on the phone the entire time throughout the, tra- the business transaction. Mm, don't like yeah. Parting with money. They shouldn't even have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thought. We've had some missives, for example... Uh, these people contact us during the week. And yeah, that's I like that. They keep th- it going for I us. I think a lot of mm. them are podcast uh, things. They yes. don't get a chance to text in live. Mm. Benny Trickett. Yeah, Benny Trickett, for example. They're <laughs> 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 not lying you. Yeah. <laughs> Benny Trickett, he had exactly the same experience listening on the radio with Dad. Uh, hearing you talk about listening to Muhammad Ali on the oh, radio. Oh, I was with on about yeah. I used to. My dad would wake me up at two in the morning. Yeah. I'd only just gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> wake me up and say. Sometimes it was Cassius Clay originally. That's how old I am. Yeah. And we'd go down and listen to boxing uh, on the radio. Yeah, in the kitchen. Well, Benny said my dad. Did I was ex- comparing it with getting up to uh, watch Kiss. The Kiss. I mean, I went to bed. This is the most rock and roll thing I've done for years. I went to bed after the Kiss gig. Looked at my phone. It was four twenty-eight. Oh. <gasps> Crazy. Crazy nights. Yeah. These are crazy. Everybody. Watching the cat. Um, my, my dad did. Oh, then I remembered I'd forgot to put the cat out. <laughs> they should have litter instead of confetti at the there end. Might, if you lift falling the lid, into the audience. If you lift the lid on that little piano, there might be a tray. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um... My dad did exactly the same. Mm. And I stayed up to hear the rumble in the jungle. Oh, fabulous. And the thriller in Manila. Yeah. Mm. Did he? I was did he, only I eight or listened. nine years old. And I love listening with my dad. So Benny uh, enjoyed hearing about it. You know, there's another one of those. What? There was the drama in the Bahamas. <laughs> No. I thought that was a holiday I went yeah. on. <laughs> it probably was. I think most of your activities begin the drama. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway. What about Mark from Cheltenham, who's contacted us with regards to Kiss and has come up with virtual Kiss? Mm-hmm. Because um, he mentions the virtual avatars, similar to the other shows. Is virtual kiss a phrase? Virtual kiss? I don't think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. What well, do you mean, is it a phrase? Well, I meant, was it some sort of a pun or something? Is it something I'm missing I here? Don't, I don't think so. Okay. Unless you can do a virtual kiss on, you know, as well, a Well, that's Valentine's. what I'm thinking. Or one of those sites or something. You know the ones. Oh, not one of those. I don't there's anything virtual about those sites. <laughs> <laughs> or virtuous, <laughs> might I add. <laughs> the websites, that's how they like it now, yes. the websites, you know, Frank. Um, now, we've had a few uh, uh, occasions on You've the had sh- a few. I wait, haven't wait, had wait. a drink since 1986. <laughs> you speak for yourself. What, what, what you refer to as those big drinks. <laughs> oh, God, that was enormous. What do they call them again? Pints. Pints, yeah. yeah. Oh, can't just carry in them. I'm actually consuming one. <laughs> 
Massive. Oh, they're always wet. As well. The glass is always wet. You've got to try and hold on. Enormous, heavy, soaking, oh. massive drinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sick. It always did. Eventually. Yeah. They are, they're too, too big, aren't they? The too much ridiculous. <clears throat> well, we've had, a, we've had a few occasions on this show where we've had to defer to the producers when it comes to new language. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wistful, the Guardian. Um... And I was wondering, Frank, if as a wordsmith yourself, you saw any of the new words. Well, words I always look out for the new words because I'm not, although I'm, um, what's the word? Old. <laughs> um, I actually yes. like the idea that the English language is a living, growing, expanding thing. So I love it. I love it. I don't know of every new word, but every now and again there's a new word and you think, oh, yeah, I, I like that. I'm going to embrace. Yeah. That. I don't okay. say things are sick, like my son says, <laughs> no. unless... Unless, you know. unless you're revolted on a moral level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I might say it there. But I don't say, oh, wow, this looks sick. I don't say that. I'm no. glad you don't say that. I think it would be a bit funny if you said that. Yeah. Okay. Unless, you, again, you're revolted on a this, this Western production looks sick. I remember a friend Disgusting. a friend in Birmingham telling me he's going back out with his... He'd been going back out with his ex for a bit and hadn't <clears> told anyone because he said people can be disapproving. And I said, you know, the, the, the Dr. Johnson thing about a dog returning to its own vomit. Um, so sometimes it's best not to have no. remarks. No. So just let things be. That's what I find. Yeah. I've gone off mic. Help me, I've gone off mic. <laughs> That's all right, I'm back on. I just leaned for a second there and the whole thing went into uh, counterbalance. Oh, that happens. That's a word I've just made up. doesn't mean anything to me at all. It sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Physics? Don't think so. Um, I think the producer, um, judging by the fact she's pinching that fatty deposit at the back of my armpit, wants me to go to a break. And then we'll be that's, back for these new words about. from the... Is it the OED that's, that's belching yeah. them out? It is. OK, I hope they're not doing it in any kind of promotional PR kind of way. Mm. Well, there'll be hell to pay. Riz, well, this is it. The main, the main, uh, the main new word, word of the year mm. for the Oxford English Dictionary mm. is Riz. Now, have you heard, have you come across this in the wild, Frank? I hadn't. Mm. I hadn't heard of Riz, um, and I'm a little confused still as to what exactly it means because. I looked into it and uh, this week, and it said it was um, an, abbrevi I looked into it. <laughs> an abbreviation of charisma. Mm. It's a long but word. Then, but then it said that it was to do with attracting romantic partners. Yes, mm. it's a verb as well. You can. But charisma is a lot. It's, it's different from attracting. I think it's a, yes. It's it's if it if it does come from charisma in the middle of the word, which is unusual. Um, I think it's from a simple understanding, a much more um, relations-based understanding of the word charisma as opposed to leadership. But I think there's, there's charisma, in my mind, has slightly changed in its meaning. It's got a bit um, darker over the years. 
So, it, do you know what I mean? It, it's less Ryan Gosling and more Rasputin. <laughs> yes, you're right. Charisma. You're yes, right, actually. It, the cult always had a charismatic yeah. leader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's cult leader, isn't it? Yes, it's not the it's kind become, of Riz you want to be. specifically, yeah. it's very Netflix cult leader. Yes. He obviously rizzed up his followers, and now they all live in a compound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because of his Riz. Yeah. yeah. Rizputin, they would have called <laughs> him in his day. Oh, Frank, you've just accidentally <laughs> named some sort of... Uh, Frank, DJ or just, artist, oh, yeah, someone out there's got to be called Risputin. What, you've just broke the internet because that's going to go viral. I wonder. Uh, Risputin, come on. They call me Risputin. <laughs> Those are lyrics a, now. If I yeah, was a DJ, that would be my name. Yeah, because I'm attractive to, the, to the, my, uh, whatever my, my chosen um, sexual target <laughs> is, but also somewhat slightly unsettling yeah. about me and too compelling. Yes, and I'm, Im- I'm immune to little poisoned cakes. Yeah. That would be the third. Although I've seen that picture you showed me uh, of Rasputin uh, you got from the dark man, web. He looks cool. I've got to be honest, it shouldn't but would. Yeah. I mean, he was lovely. Is that the one where he's wearing sunglasses? Yeah, yeah. he looks yeah. great. He, he does. He looks, he looks really cool. Yeah. So Do you think Russian people are worried that Putin is... Within Rasputin, <laughs> <laughs> do they do they believe in omens or it's, like, uh, it's an abbreviation? <laughs> yeah. so his mates called him. The clue was there all along. It's because he's got no riz. They just call him Putin. <laughs> That's another. This you've made a, an incredible diss track. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to dispute him. <gasps> okay. Uh, anyway, it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a Christ- but, Christmas number one. But do you know what I mean? I'm Chari- going to call Putin no Riz now. But going yeah. back to my original point, charisma has got a bit of a darkness to it now. Yes, that. you're yeah. right. It has acquired something malign. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, yes, it, it seems it comes with intense eyes now as opposed to just a general. Why I do think they say the syllables, watch... though? Why save our syllables? Why can't they say charisma? Because they say well, it's I'm too all... long, maybe. You know, well, we're all very busy now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the idea of. Um... Riz for charisma, but mm. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. It's more directly... Romantically linked. How would you yeah. use it in a sentence, Pierre? Um, you would say someone's got no riz. Yeah, or you, you would you would say go go riz, you could riz someone up if you're Frank, trying to charm them. Frank, give it a go. See how it works for you. I yeah, think... <laughs> I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm out on the riz <laughs> tonight. <laughs> How's that? No, it's not right. No. It needs to have a target. Try it again. Try it about yourself. Do you think Rasputin's about on the wrist tonight? <laughs> Anastasia will be waiting. <laughs> um, yeah, well, saying someone's got... It's so complicated now, because you used to say a bit of a, you know, a ladies' man or stuff, but obviously now, now they're all the... Uh, you can pot any poor ball you like. Regardless of what you parted before, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think I like it. It's brief, and uh, but I like it better as a shortening of charisma. Mm. But um, you can't give cult leaders little <laughs> punchy things like Riz as a description. I don't think because they, they're not very nice. Some of them. Five nine seven. Happy charisma to you all, oh, Simon very, of Sudbury. Very nice. Very, very good. Ca- can we just say happy Riz now? Oh, that'd be that'd get too uh, confusing. Merry Riz. Two four zero. What a result. 
in reference to your pun. I think. Mm. What Riz, a result. Um, okay. We've set off. We've got a whole <laughs> army of punners out there. Can't, they can't wait to get their claws into this. <laughs> um, in terms so of can other... we just, before we move on, yes. what does Riz mean? Pierre. Pierre. Uh, Riz is to sort of charm. It is, it, it is charm and it is to charm. But it is to do with getting romantic a, a partner. partners yes. rather than just like me charming you. Yes, yes, it's romantic partners. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Right, you you were saying. Well, we've had there's some other new words. Mm. Riz's word of the year, but we've also got um, Swifty for a big Taylor Swift fan. Oh, Frank, oh, God. you knew that. We've got yeah. one well, in the didn't. studio. No, we used to use the word Swifty, but they've cleaned it up a bit. <laughs> oh, but Frank. One that we were on. busy. <laughs> Oh, come on, Frank. The one that I, I think... You're a lovely man. What, just saying. When I saw that one, I thought, that one's come back, I think. Um, <laughs> one what? that I thought that you would be interested in is beige flag. That's now, yeah. now, here's here's. Do you know what one. that is, Frank? Yeah, but what... Well, I don't know if I do, and I'll tell you why. Because, like I say, I'm really interested in new words language generally to the point of obsession. So I thought beige flag, and when I first read it, it said, so people who are boring, they sort of fly the beige flag. And I thought, I love that. <laughs> because b- being boring, but having some mighty standard with, of pride <laughs> about it. <laughs> you might not know it's there, but even so, there's something great about it. And then I thought, oh, hold on now, can you still call people boring? Is that allowed? Ah. Is that oh. one of the things it's fair to say about someone? Because that's more hurtful than most of. And yeah. then I thought of a, a term <laughs> what, which explained why it was wrong to call people boring. It would be chat-shaming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, am I wrong? It doesn't... Um, it comes from the big discourse around red flags and green flags and potential relationships. Can you someone. can you I tell know me? I know red flags. Red. I didn't, a green flag no, was an that. insurance company. It's not that. Oh, fine. Gre- I know red flags. <laughs> it's not that. that. I know what it is. <laughs> oh, what is it? It means warning signs yeah. when you're getting involved with someone. It's red flags, so it's things to be aware of. That's a red flag. Things that oh. may indicate a bad personality on there. Yes. That they can, or they were very rude to a, a waiter yeah. at a restaurant. Big red, red flag. flag. Oh. And a green flag would be... An insurance uh, company. So a red flag for me was when um, that woman described (laughs) fever pitch as a novel. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yes, exactly. For you, that would be a red flag. Okay. For others, it may be Or didn't laugh at a a specific point in a Laurel and Hardy film. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's a red flag. Well, you caught them hammering a nail into a teddy's face. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is unforgivable. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow us on X, I know, and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Okay. Or um, you can write to us through... What was that thing that the post office became when it did a silly name change? Oh, it called itself... Insignia. Like, oh, very insignia. good. Insignia. Oh, as we said, it's a very apprentice team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Insignia, Sir Alan. We've sold over 17 postcards. <laughs> so we it's, were just talking about... Yeah. Um, beige flag. The beige, beige flag. flag. So you're it's going not up. about being boring. 
Not necessarily. The trait itself may be boring, but it's not the point. But what is the trait? So, let's say you're going out with someone and a red flag would be if they're horrible to a waiter. I can see that flag. Yeah, and a green flag might be they volunteer at a charitable organisation. Oh, that's a nice person. Oh, I see. Green flag is like positive. See, I green flag emails that I want to keep. Yeah. Okay. There you go. To go back to. But they're not necessarily nice emails. Some people <laughs> think I might need in court. <laughs> they could end up being green for you. Yeah, okay. Um, so I a beige can kind of get that. So a green flag means it's something to like about the person. Yeah, a red so flag oh, is something to worry thing. about. Yeah. But so a beige flag? A beige flag is a not necessarily positive or negative, but still noteworthy trait, like <laughs> ironing your socks or... Always asking for something to be changed uh, for, on your order when you order food in a restaurant. What, it means they're pernickety? Well, no, it's just a quirk. It's just a quirk. Oh, I'm not happy with base flag. <laughs> the reason it became the phrase, a phrase. Oh, I love the concept. The phrase has got so much potential, but when you dig a little deeper, there is nothing. It's rubbish. There. The reason it be- it's like it's a rubbish. <laughs> well, the reason that a lot of debate exploded online about beige flags is that people were offering up beige flags that many other people took to be red. Or green. Oh, I see. So if your beige flag was being cruel to animals, <laughs> yeah, it should have been red. Oh, People I go, see. what do you mean beige? Yeah. yeah. There was one I saw. What's your beige flag? My beige flag. Oh, it's all gone a bit tinder. Probably the compulsive reading of facts and figures. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's my, uh, Pierre is my fact check. So everything I say, yeah. Pierre looks at me like, I don't believe that. And Google's it. We hear the typing. You still you still think it's to do with scepticism as opposed to a desperate compulsion. <laughs> he's keep, he's he keeping me honest, Mr. Holmes. <laughs> he can't help himself. I think um, one of the beige... He's a keyboard warrior. Yeah. One of the beige flags that was being debated was uh, a lady said her partner's beige flag was... Um, you know, sometimes if you're, if you're eating out at a restaurant or even at a pub, you could see what you've ordered gets put on the sort of kitchen... Yes. Service shuffle. I you think can you'll see find it it's there. called the pass. Yes. The pass. Mm. There you go. Oh. Mm. So it's it sits there on, sits the, there. on the metal oh. counter. And you can see it, but no one's quite getting around to bringing it to you. Oh, yeah. My God, it's there. Right. She said her partner's beige flag was that if that happens and it doesn't move quickly enough, please just, tell me he goes and gets he it. He just goes and gets Fantastic. it. Fantastic. <laughs> Serves himself. Why is that beige, though? No, well, that shouldn't be beige. It should be everyone a more was, garish colour. Everyone <laughs> was saying that that was a bright red flag of a, a food-hungry loon. <laughs> no, but I... <laughs> Why did she file it under beige? She thought it was a quirky, fun okay. kind of... Oh, this is a fun... Okay. This is a noteworthy but completely fine thing that my <laughs> partner does. So Frank liking Doctor Who... Would be a beige flag. Unless you said Doctor Who. I'd like to be. Yeah, it might not be. It, might it could be a very green flag. I'd like to be the flag of Gallifrey. <laughs> yes. What about if you had a beige Swifty? I don't like the sound of that. Well, they're not always excited as, as you think they're going to be. <laughs> uh, that's especially oh if the beige flag's Frank. at half mast. Frank, stop it. Skinner on Absolute Radio. Okay. Oh, that's that time. I watched that again the other day. It's that time of year. It is, it's endless. And then there's like the Robbie sequel. 
Oh, he's he's got a dog. There's one when he's got a dog and stuff. Well, what happens? They've done the walk in the air. Oh, no. <laughs> Big wow. What are they going to do now? Yeah, I think, he, uh, I think he just stands with his arms folded and just levitates. What, that, that snowman? Yeah, that terrible snowman <laughs> character. <laughs> the other boy, of course, murders. I was thinking about Rizzo in oh. Greece, who is uh, very, very attractive yeah, to um, young Men. Rizzo has the Riz. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's almost like she was named before the word came along. Yes. Yeah, premonition. She's, uh, well, see, I would say, what would you say for that, Frank? Instead of Riz, what are the phrases? I like a, I like Smoke Show, Stone Cold Well, there was a you. few. Um, Remember in the 70s they'd say, um, yeah, she's got a bit of oomph. You know Rizzo's yeah. thing, um, There Are Worse Things I Could Do, you know the song, There Are Worse Things I Could Do. That could have been um, one of Rasputin's New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, in, in our sort of... Um, amour, our adventures d'amour, mm. when I was growing up in, um, in the West Midlands... People used to talk about, uh, oh, I think she gave me the glad eye. Do you know oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Which meant someone had given you a look that suggested there was uh, potential. It's quite medieval-y. Is it? The glad eye? The glad that, eye. Yeah, it sounds like some <laughs> terrible witchcraft yes. face. Glad yes. as well is an unusual... Yeah, I'm glad to glad? see you. Oh, glad to see you, yeah. I guess, but that's quite a formal... That's what you'd say when you... And you, I, I you, was at... You um, had to po- discipline an employee. I was at Polytechnic with a, a, a woman from Yorkshire, and she, if anyone... Um, like gave her the glad eye who she didn't like and thought was what what uh, Emily used to call a filthy creep. <laughs> She'd say, oh, I don't like him, he's leet geen. Leet geen? Yeah. And it means sort of creepy and a bit, you know, a bit slimy. But I'd never heard... I assume it's a, York, a general Yorkshire thing. She said, oh, no, I don't like him, he's leet geen. Oh. But, it's, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Mm. If anyone, she might have been uh, saying it's late again. as Scottish. Oh yeah. If anyone, <laughs> late um, again. Late again. If there's any Yorkshire um, connected people, I think it's. I think it would be L double E T. Yeah, Leet Green like green without the R. If yeah. anyone's heard of it, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to find that out. Now we've gone completely linguistic. There was a very... Um, I, I found myself rewriting a lot of these to try and improve them. <laughs> yes, yeah, the comedian's oh, that's instinct. A, that yeah. sounds unlike you, Because <laughs> there was a thing called de-influencing. Mm. Oh, yeah. What would you have gone for? And what we should say, de-influencing, what is exactly does that mean? That's... Well, it says it's trying to... People, instead of selling people things, it's trying to stop people buying things in a more material... So sort of in a, in a, in a, yeah, in a sort of... You know, a sort of a Buddhist way. You don't need mm. all that material. Stuff. But you're not de-influencing them, are you? You're re-influencing them because yeah. you're giving them another influence. You're not taking yeah. influence away. It is interesting, isn't it? Because it's such a sign that there's so many people see the word influencers inherently meaning salesperson. Yeah. But I I thought that if, you're, if your message is don't buy these things because you don't need all these material things, mm. you could call that 
a Zendorsement. Come on. I mean, I should be, the OED should call me up. I'll make some up. The OED should call me up. I could do this all day, just make up new words. I'd love to. Frank, it's the dictionary. We're we're running. We've got a lot of blank pages. No new words this year. (laughs) Call Skinner. (laughs) Frank Skinner. We've heard from Andy Wood. Okay. Bronte Country. One of our regulars, Andy. I bet he's got the jigsaw. Yeah. And if you weren't listening earlier, we're, we're not being rude or anything. It was in relation to, what is it called, Frank? World of Brontes. Bronte Country there, jigsaw. There is a, uh, I think it's called Bronte World. It's yeah. a jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you can get Dickens World. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's all um, sorts. Yeah. 813... Uh, he uh, that's his moniker that he goes by as I'm from Barnsley originally I'm aware that leet is the pronunciation of light okay. this is in reference to leet geen leet geen yeah for someone who's a bit uh, creepy mm. so Andy continues and geen would be our interpretation of given so this lass found her glad eye giving paramours lightly given what does that mean? I'll leave it up to you creepy, to it? decipher well, her implications. Oh, it's, well, they're, it's so they're, they're lightly giving their affections. They're not, they don't really mean it. They're just after one thing. Oh, oh I see. I see. Lightly they, given, they, lightly taken. So what you're suggesting is uh, they're after a situation ship. Mm. Another yes. word on the OED this was, list. This was another word I didn't really understand. Using oh. their riz to attain a situation ship. That's because situation- you're, you're a man of honour, Frank. No, but I used to, I think... Um, I was doing situationships <laughs> before they were called situation. But I thought these things, see, re- I thought they're supposed to be sort of shortening and making them more handleable. Well, situationships, one of those words you see disappearing into the distance. You know when I said I don't always finish an article in the yeah. magazine? I mean, this is a word that I'm giving up on syllable three. Situ and then done. A situationship got anything ship. to do with Mike the situation? Situationship's a bit of a tongue twister. You want to say it five times quick on breakfast radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a question. Mm. What's the difference between a situationship and friends with benefits? And, I, and other questions I, believe, I never want to ask a man. I, I believe a situationship is, is by definition, undefined. It's ambivi- ambiguous, whereas okay. a, a friends with benefits is very much an agreed upon... Mm. So the difference is, one, you can say, look, you knew what you were getting into. Why? Yeah. Is that I it? Think I, a bargain that we I made. seem to remember having situationships with friends on benefits. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but they were FOBs. But you know, different would times. You, I've watched that sitcom, Friends on Benefits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good if, if their careers had really gone you. down. The, if their careers had gone down the <laughs> toilet, the Friends reunion could have been called Friends on Benefits. Yeah. Or live in one, the one of the many. On the, <laughs> anyway, one, one we, anyway. let's not sit in our eye for your Tower no. doing benefits jokes. No, let's not. Um, HTTP, that's what I was yeah. talking about earlier. Yes. Do, has anyone ever typed in <laughs> HTTP, <laughs> three obliques or slashes, as people like to call them now? Yeah. And yeah. all that. I saw an email address the other day for um, a place where you could get rid of um, electrical goods, you could get them recycled. And. Oh. Uh, and uh, it had the full HTTP slash slash slash. And I thought, I'm, I'm like, really? I'm going to type that <laughs> in? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave them in the drawer forever. 
When some people say, we used to say full stop instead of dot when giving a web address. Oh, oh yeah. did they? And For a little while, till they became fluent. I don't mind that, but HTTP slash slash slash. Frank, uh, Ruth Jordan, <laughs> talk of Rizzo reminded me, isn't there a song from Greece that always makes Frank cry? There is. I oh, cannot sing um, hopelessly devoted to you all the way through without physically producing tears. And I once did it in front of Ian Wright, who didn't believe me. <laughs> he was astonished when tears <laughs> ran down my cheek. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Mm. Okay. Discuss. <laughs> Shall we take a trip? Can I... I just had a beige yeah. flag thought. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I still I, don't quite understand. I was on a trip, I think it might have been in South Africa, I went on a coach trip. Mm-hmm. I think we might have been heading for Robben Island. Oh, yeah. And we, they passed a house with a um, camper van, you know those VW camper vans outside? Mm. And they said to this woman, I, so, so... It's, you'll be all right living here. And she went, oh, yeah, yeah. And I realised that the camper van was Sue's beige flag, I know, see, it was, it, that she defined herself by her love of camper vans. Ah, there you go, yes. So that was a part of the definition that we... She was so delighted that they, you know, that they'd recognised her identity and were enforcing it by pointing out things you yeah, might like. this is a thing you like. Well, that's one of the... Part of the definition is a, a, a character trait or, or, or habit... That's viewed as, quote, extremely characteristic. Yeah, but the trouble is with those is they become the theme of every gift and birthday mm. and Christmas card you'll yes. get for the rest of your life. Oh, another model of a camper van yeah. for Sue. Well, that's why I never take up a musical instrument because you will always get the piano tie. <laughs> oh, the piano tie is really... I don't think I've ever had a ukulele-based... Um, Write that down. Uh, Giving me little ideas. A ukulele. But the producer is actually writing it down. Don't Frank. get me a ukulele tie. What if, I won't wear I it. worry about themed sort of, you know, like personalised things. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a real. Do you remember this Vogue for vases? With and inscribed on it was all things that people associated with you. No, mm. but that no. sounds good. Um, Cat's my partner. Are. She did uh, obscenities all over her vase. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get that. Jonathan Ross gave me an ironic oh. version of that oh. on a mug uh. with things I didn't like. No, Kath drew a fabulous tree, and then on every branch there was hanging something that I loved. That's lovely. So there was like Johnny Cash on one and um, a man sitting on... This was was pre-tackies. How would she have got the purple shade? Cass is a talented artist, but that purple is a hard one. Well, she used used actual uh, small photos of the things. She only drew the tree. It's a beautiful thing. I should bring in a photo of it. It's my mind. This is basically my mind 20 years ago. Was there, was there a Doctor Who? It was a Doctor Who thing. There's Marky Smith hanging from a uh, branch. <laughs> now that I'd oh. like to see. Well, <laughs> I'd just like to see him again. I oh, know. Anyway, what was we talking about? 
Not, not a thing you want to hear on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> what no. was that? Hey? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I want to return to some of we the... We all co- want to return. Well, yes. Yeah, so, some of the correspondence that's been sent to us mm. from our readers throughout yes. the week. Do you remember we were talking... Can I just tell you quickly, I did a photo shoot this week and we went to the wrong studio mm. uh, in the building and the, this uh, helpful um, young woman said, well, you can nip through the... I said, I don't want to nip through someone else's photo shoot. She said, it's OK, they're just looking at, um, at the... <laughs> at the just l- whatever they look at, light box, probably yeah. not anymore. <laughs> But as I walked through, there was like all the, you know, the the the, the uh, artistic director and that. There was a guy who looked like he was in charge. Yeah. And as I went past, he just leaned in and said, I'm a reader. Oh. <laughs> it's lovely. And through we went. They're everywhere. Oh, Sorry. I like pray that. continue. Uh, we were talking recently on the show about sort of dad remarks and I don't think we there was a sort of pejorative not dad jokes not dad jokes no. it's dad not remarks, a negative yeah. things that I my Here's one was that when uh, Cary Grant ever appeared on the telly my dad would stand and present it like you know that thing that Jules Holden does on later <laughs> when he sticks out one arm <laughs> says oh, now um, and the next and now camera that and um, it was it, my dad would point at it and say um, from the slums of Bristol Cary Grant <laughs> and it's just a thing it's not a joke it's a thing that my dad didn't and dads do repeat stuff over and over mm. that was what it was about oh they do well we've heard from Marek Oh, yeah. Marek has been in touch to say uh, as a child I recall having my first unsupervised bath at home and right now, leave father. <laughs> that's always that's a moment, isn't it? <laughs> Do you remember your first unsupervised bath, Frank? I don't remember my um, first bath. I don't. Well, I wouldn't remember that. But we didn't really bath in our family. No. The well, ba- wasn't the... it your dad who said um, who got angry when tooth- a toothbrush was introduced? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he said he said of my brother when he brought that into the first ever toothbrush into the house. We've lost him. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, I was reading you Marek's communicator. You us. were. I'm sorry, I'm inclined to interrupt. <laughs> oh, I mean, it would be not much of a show without it. So Marek says he was having do you remember he was having his first unsupervised bath? At oh home. yes, yes. And my father would stick his head into the bathroom, as any responsible parent would. Well, is that unsupervised? Mm. Oh, should have come to my house <laughs> if you think that's unsupervised. Um, just to check how I was getting on. The next thing I remember is Dad shouting to Mum, it's like the Poseidon adventure in here. <laughs> 40 years or so later... I repeat the line with my kids. Oh, brilliant. Although they have no idea what it means. No. As they haven't seen the film. It's just nice to say it for a bit of nostalgia and a nod to the old man. Regards, Merrick. I love that, Merrick. Poseidon Adventure, yes, it was one of those... Anything where there was a lot of water spillage. That was the 70s touchstone. What was the one... See, I'm getting mixed up. What was the one when... um, Shelley Winters, I believe, or Shelley... Is it Shelley Winters? Shelley Winters, Okay. Going slightly berserk. 
Oh, um, I thought it was... What's the one when Raquel Welsh is going through someone's bloodstream in a submarine? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Could have been a dream. That was your dream. Yeah, um, That was his fantasy. Your, your reader who you encountered has actually got in touch. Oh! It's Chris Kelly. He says, oh. uh, So there I was on Thursday shooting a commercial for a high street supermarket. Oh, OK. And I look up and notice that the stage door through to the corridor has opened. I see a figure being led through, being given a sneaky shortcut. It's only Frank holding a ukulele case. Indeed. <gasps> I can't lie, I was taken aback. I instantly introduced myself as a long-time reader, and thankfully I was given a positive reaction. So your mm, stories so. line up. You get away with it this time, Frank. <laughs> yeah. I was made up, especially... Uh, as I, I, told, right you, I told you Pierre yeah. now is actually contacting the people yeah. to see if things happened. It's like... You uh, can't Google it. <laughs> it's like points of view. We got in touch with them to see if this... <laughs> to see if this happened. What else does he go on? Well, he says, can you imagine how gutted I was last year? Because he's always... He says he's a long-time reader, so he's always hoped that something like this would happen. Mm. And was gutted last year when his daughter worked with you on the video for Three Lions Christmas. Oh. Uh -huh. But now he's had he's, his moment. He's got his fingers in all sorts yeah. of cards. Truly, is. it's a small world after all. What's the tune to that? It's a small world after all. Oh, yeah. It's a lovely ride, that is. Mm. Oh, you see all the cultures of all the world. <laughs> it's a very gentle ride. I and like I prefer it. it to the roller coaster, do you? I don't really do roller coasters. I'm very frightened <laughs> of things. Absolute um, radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that um, was that too dark for breakfast? <laughs> too dark for breakfast. <laughs> um, so Sarah Champion is up next. Do listen to her, and um, thank you so much for listening to us this morning. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.